Welcome to another IdahoSports.com prep cast presented by our good friends at Project Filter. When you're ready to quit, they'll show you how. I'm Paul Kingsbury. He is Brandon Hill. And, uh, and there's a lot going on, Brandon. They're getting ready for the holiday. Um, there's a lot of Christmas tournaments happening right now. There's wrestling tournaments going on. A lot of stuff going on. Boys basketball, girls basketball, wrestling. And we're here in the middle of it all, trying to get it all wrapped up before we head out to our own little destinations for Christmas and take a break. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely an exciting time, especially after football season got over, trying to get, you know, previews for every single basketball team in the state, you know, up and running and, you know, getting kind of all of our ducks in a row for the winter season. And before you know it, Christmas is here and the girls' basketball season's half over. So it kind of happened in the blink of an eye. You know, it is. They really jam-pack a lot of the, the girls' season into that last week or two of November and December. And then it spread out over the, the month of January. But, yeah, you, you look at the, the rankings right now, uh, and girls are, you know, they've played 11, 12 games already. Yeah. And, uh, and so just in a, in a blink of an eye, all of a sudden we're going to be at state tournaments yeah. um, after the new year. So first up, we're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the third sport going on, wrestling. Wrestling um, is, is something that I, I enjoy um, covering. We've kind of backed off at Idaho Sports the last few years. We used to run IdahoWrestlingNews.com. It got too busy to run two websites during the winter um and then you know track wrestling came out which did a, you know does a great job covering it and and we're, we decided to bring rankings back um idosports.com is really the only place you can get coaches polls for you know football soccer volleyball basketball well now we're adding wrestling to the mix of the coaches polls and so those should be coming out i'm hoping in the next week or two um logistics with that one yeah. um, with getting you know combining 2A and 1A schools because there's 5A, 4A, 3A and then 1A is combined with 2A in wrestling um, and so a couple things anyway logistically we're getting those out and I'm also making a, a big push to get individual rankings again um, and, and that's something that we, we did with IdahoWrestlingNews.com we had a rankings crew and so I, I basically have a casting call out we have 5A and or excuse me 4A and 3A we don't have 5A and 2A and so if you know anybody that is listening to this considers themselves a, a pseudo expert um, in the state of Idaho with wrestling in 5A or 2A, email me. Let me know. Editor, idahosports.com. Love to have you on the rankings crew. Uh, now, one thing that you might have seen on the site, there's some new names underneath some of those articles. Um, we're, we're busy getting new writers, getting new, new blood coming into the mix. And Brandon is heading that, that up. Brandon, tell us a little about what, what we're doing, how we're doing it, and why we're doing it. Yeah, so you might have seen on social media our call, not only for the wrestling crew, but uh, just for some like free, freelance reporters. Um, there's only so much that, that you and I and some of our other guys can do. We right. have a couple people um, working for us right now that kind of put together you know, a little, a little profile or a feature on a team or something. And we, we did pretty good during basketball, or uh, excuse me, during football season. Um, but heading into you know, the winter sports where there's just there's so many teams across a really big state like Idaho, yeah. we need people across the state who are well-versed in their areas and in their sports, girls basketball, boys basketball, and wrestling, who can put together something, you know, easily digestible, a, a profile on a player who maybe had a record game after coming back from an injury. Right. Or, you know, a couple players who, who bonded over the past couple of years and are really great friends. A coach, maybe, um, you know, just any kind of story, interesting tidbits of information that are kind of unique to your area that you feel like you could write a, a news-style article on. We'd love to have that. Uh, so you can email me, Brandon, at IdahoSports.com. Um, maybe just, like, attach any kind of clips you have, any, you know, examples of your writing, a resume if you have it. 
But honestly, we're just kind of looking for anyone and everyone to kind of help contribute because, you know, idosports.com isn't just run by, by you and then and helped by me. It's a kind of a community of people ingesting this content and, and also producing it and giving it to people across the state who can enjoy it. And I think that's really been the appeal uh, of idahosports.com as it's kind of grown into that community um, for the past 20 years or so. Um, you know, people have grown up with it. You know, the, the kids we were covering now have kids. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it, it's fun to be a part of. And, and we want to expand that, grow it, evolve it. And we're doing that in a lot of different areas. I mean, there's a lot going on behind the scenes um, where we're adding some things, changing some things, uh, creating new things that are going to be pretty darn exciting coming out over the next year or so. Um, some might call it game changing. <laughs> I, I hope so. We got some good ideas. Yeah. We've had some people contact me over email. Being like, you know, hey, I have some great ideas is what I want to write about. So, yeah, be on the lookout for those new names and some some interesting, unique storylines that you might not catch in your, your Idaho Statesman's or your, your Times News. Right. Who do a fantastic job. Yeah. But, you know, we, we want to cover, like like you said, little stuff mm-hmm. um, and, and big stuff. Yeah. But we want those stories that, that, uh, that you're not going to get anywhere else. And exactly. I think Idaho Sports is the perfect place for that. So the, the main point of the prep cast this week we're going to be talking about boys basketball, girls basketball, talking about where they are in the current coaches' polls compared to the end of the year last year on the brackets, just to see where those teams that finished, you know, champions, second place, third place, consolation, where they're at right now, uh, effectively almost midway through the season. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and we'll probably revisit this once we get into January and, and keep track of things. But just as a fun thing, the coaches' polls, like we said, come out. The boys comes out every Tuesday afternoon. And the girls' poll comes out well Wednesday at 4 in the morning, <laughs> uh, if it was this week. Hopefully it comes out earlier than that from now on. Uh, so Tuesday and Wednesday are when the boys' and girls' uh, coach, uh, well, the coaches' polls come out earlier than that. Sorry, those are the media polls. The coaches' polls come out early in the week. Yeah, um, the, the coaches are on top of it. The media members, not so much. <laughs> we aren't. We're, we're just not. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm here in the office. Yeah. Like, oh, shoot. My, my, my votes are due in three and a half <laughs> minutes. And Mike Laclama just texted me. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, every week, I mean, you can get all sorts of rankings and, and polls uh, with us, of course. But we're, so, let's, let's start at the 5A's. 5A girls basketball. So, in the 5A's last year, Eagle, they won the championship over Mountain View 51-47. Timberline won third place. Lake City Constellation champions. Let's take a look at the polls this year. The, the, yeah, the girls' coaches' poll. Excuse me. Timberline's number one. So, Timberline... Comes out, gets um, third place last year. Well, that's, that's called trending upwards yeah. in, in the market speak. Um, but then after that, Eagle, uh, they got others receiving votes. So there was a drop-off. I mean, Eagle had that, that class of studs that came through, softball, uh, basketball, everything, kind of do everything. And, and now some, there's some new blood in there. Um, you know, Timberline number one, Boise. Boise and Timberline actually tied for number one. I'm not always a fan of that. Um, Mountain View third, Meridian four and lake city at number five so lake city on the bracket last year meridian was on the bracket they went they played lake city for that constellation championship mountain view played eagle for the championship boise played timberline so everybody there was on the bracket last year so not mm-hmm. a lot of changes there one thing is Lane is kind of sneaking back onto the scene yeah. on, on the scene this year getting some votes uh, media poll especially so Keep an eye on the Coeur d'Alene's of the world in the girls. I mean, years ago, Coeur d'Alene girls basketball was dominant, year in, year out. Um, and it's kind of evened out up there. So in the 5A's girls basketball, it you know, looks to be right now a Timberline show, but you never know. Yeah, and, and speaking of Boise, 
you know, getting bumped by Eagle last year in the tournament. This year, I think if they were to play again, the result would be reversed. Yeah. And looking at, you know, we have photo galleries up on, on the website, looking through uh, some of the Boise girls basketball photos. That team is huge, man. They got some some killer athletes on that yeah. team. So I would not want to go up against the Boise Brave right now. And Kim Bridges does a great job at Boise. Um, quote, friend of the program and girls basketball, big supporter. And so, you know, Boise year in and year out is always one of those teams that, that you look at. Yeah. Let's take a look at the forays in the girls' uh, basketball realm. So 4A Century, can't say enough about Century. Um, reigning champions, number one with 12 first-place votes. Um, Bonneville, number two. Now, Bonneville, very good team this year. Bonneville, as of when this poll was done, 7-0. and um, They weren't even in the tournament last year. Mm-hmm. And so coming out this year, uh, you know, coming in at number two, Blackfoot, consolation champion last year at number three. Preston and Jerome at four and five. They weren't on the bracket last year. So a lot of new blood, uh, you know, Bonneville, Preston, Jerome in the top five weren't even on the bracket last year. Yeah. But I mean, when you look back at the history, Bonneville has, you know, a, re- a reputation of, of being a, a pretty good basketball program yep. in both boys and girls. And so, yeah, seeing them not on the bracket last year, kind of a surprise, but it's, it's, you know, predictable to see them back up in the, in the top echelon again. Right. And, and with, with these uh, coaches polls, there's always the others receiving votes and mm-hmm. it's always fun to, to see, how many other teams receive votes when coaches like to vote for themselves? And, <laughs> and, uh, and so others receiving votes, I think 4A was probably the most in boys and girls. Middleton, Twin Falls, Caldwell, Cuna, Burley, Skyline, Wood River, Bishop Kelly, and Pocatello, yeah. all also receiving votes uh, for the top five teams in the state. So um, after the, all these Christmas tournaments that are happening, Timberlion tournament, you know, all around the state, I think things will uh, settle a little bit, mm-hmm. and and maybe there'll be a change, you know, every week by by a step or two. But you know, heading after the new year, we'll kind of take reevaluate that one. So heading into three A's, three A's is one that everybody just goes, where where Sugar Salem at? Exactly. <laughs> you know, they, they won last year. You know, Macy Fillmore, uh, absolutely incredible player, champion. Of course, they played Parma. Parma is in second place this year. Uh, third place last year was Timberlake. They're in third place this year. Uh, Teton at four, Kellogg at five. They weren't, I guess Teton made the tournament. Kellogg did not. Bonners Ferry made it last year. So your one, two, three in, on the, uh, in the poll this year was one, two, three on the bracket last year. Yeah, and it's interesting to see sometimes how different classifications um, kind of go back and forth when it comes to predictability about how good each team is. We saw that in football, like 4A, kind of the whole year. You had Keen at the top, but then you know, spots two through five were always right. in flux every single week. And then you went down to 3A, and it was kind of the same every single week in those polls. Kind of yep. the same here with the girls' basketball. Sugar Salem, Holmdale. Yep. You know, every week was kind of the same exactly. in, in football. And, until it came to RPI, and then all of a sudden, Holmdale was <laughs> number one. Who has any idea how that works? Yeah. Yeah. Completely different prep cast. <laughs> all right. Let's go to the two ways. The uh, near and dear to my heart, the two-way classification. Go Grimms. Last year, Soda Springs. Let's talk Soda Springs for a minute, Brandon. Soda Springs lost to Sugar Salem, fifty-five to twenty-five on November tenth, two thousand seventeen. Okay. After that, they went fifty-four and zero. Yeah. Until November twenty-second, where they lost to Sugar Salem, <laughs> fifty-seven to forty-nine. In between there, they won fifty-four straight games. So they won the third-place game in two thousand seventeen, back-to-back championships in eighteen and nineteen, and ranked number one this year to do it again. And they are beating teams that are you know classifications ahead of them right now it's a darn good basketball team in soda springs yeah and i'm sure they wish they could have that the, the asterisk on that that broken undefeated streak when you have to play the top team in a 3a right division or, or classification 
but yeah, I mean, you take out those two losses by by or uh, against Sugar Salem, I don't know who Soda Spring loses to. Right. No, in, in the two-way classification, you you can look at it. Well, the next two down, Coal Valley and Melba. And when the, this poll came out, I actually looked at that and went, you know, I know that Coal Valley hasn't beaten Melba for a long time, mm-hmm. and they played this week. Last night, they yeah. played each other. And Coal Valley beat Melba for the first time in 11 games. So seniors that are playing for, for Coal Valley had never beaten Melba. Yeah. They're, in the, they're in the WIC, play each other every year, and they finally beat them. So when the poll came out, I went, you know, how can Coal Valley be over Melba? They haven't beat them. <laughs> well, turns out the coaches know what they're talking about. Exactly. Coal Valley got to actually three first-place votes, Melba at number three. Now, Grangeville at number four and Ryrie at five. Grangeville played Malad for the Constellation Championship last year, and Ryrie went two and out. Yeah. Um, so Ryrie back strong. At number five, others receiving votes, Decolo, Napa Christian, Bear Lake, and Aberdeen. So the, uh, the two-way classification, I think, is Soda Springs to lose. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, think there's, I don't think any other team would take offense to that. I think that everybody knows that the Cardinals have this massive target on their back. Yeah, but, you know, it's always dangerous when you have dynasties built like that where, like you said, everyone wants to beat them, and that kind of gives you yeah. a little bit of extra motivation. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the uh, the end of the season shakes out. All right, let's go to the 1A D1s. Kind of one of my favorite classifications. It's a fun one. I like the small school. So Lapway right now, eight first place votes in number one. And Prairie at number two. They played for third last year um, in that in the 1A D1 bracket. Lapway won 67-64 in a close one. Mm-hmm. Grace got a first place vote. Grace was the consolation champion. Rimrock was on the bracket, went two and out, and Liberty Charter also went two and out. So four and five went two and out, and your one, two, and three were third place in consolation. So Shoshone and Genesee that played for the championship yeah. have absolutely no votes. I think that's the only classification, boys and girls, where, where that happened this, so far. That's incredible, and you know, you got to wonder what happened. You know, you know, graduation can take a toll on teams, and, and there's so many different factors that can happen in the offseason where – you know, you might have a really great squad one year, and then you're right. left to rebuild the next year. And so, yep. But you know what? I think I think Shoshone, tough start to the season, but you know, can't ever count them out, especially when you're a defending champion. Absolutely. You know, and and that's high school sports. Yeah. You, you know, it's it's kind of like a box of chocolates. You really <laughs> never know what you're going to get, even year to year. Yeah. So, all right, heading into the one A D twos, the smallest classification. Of course, Tri Valley ranked number one. They weren't even in the tournament last year. Uh, so Tri Valley comes out big with. Three first place votes. Carey, the champion, last year. They're in second. Rockland went two and out last year. Kendrick wasn't. Oh, they, I'm sorry. They went and lost to Genesis Prep in the consolation, and Mackey missed the tournament. And so your number one team in the 182s right now at nine and one as of the 17th, not even in the tournament last year, and now they're ranked number one. Yeah, I know. Uh, so every week when we put out the coaches poll, I like pull some uh, school logos and put it into the graphic for the thumbnail on the on the website. Yeah. First time I'd ever even touched Tri-Valley's logo in any sport <laughs> since I started. And I was like, hey, there, there you go. Someone I haven't seen before. There they are. Yeah, the, the sports programs there, you know, obviously it's a combination of, you know, Midvale, Cambridge, and then the Indian Valley mm-hmm. areas. That's where they get Tri-Valley from. Um, so it's a lot of rural kids that come together and, and play together. And, and so Tri-Valley had a really good football team a couple years ago. Um, this year they've got a really good girls basketball team, apparently. So looking forward to seeing how that progresses um, as they go through. In the 182s, you know, Salmon River got votes, Lighthouse Christian, Nez Perce, Camas County, Lakeside, Deary, Timberline, Showband, Council, Logos. So another one of those, kind of like the forays with 
a lot of teams getting votes. Yep. Um, and so as the season goes on, that the, the list of teams also getting votes shrinks mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you can't vote for a team that's, <laughs> you know, two and 16 at that point. So we'll see how that goes. So there's our girls um, overview between the state tournament last year and the coaches poll this year. We're going to take a quick break and come back with the boys. This is the AutoSports.com prep cast presented by Project Filter. We'll be right back. My name is Lisa, and I smoked for 16 years before I finally quit. When I was a smoker, I didn't want to do things that wouldn't allow me to smoke. I never went on a field trip with either one of my children. All the field trips to the zoo, I missed all of that because that little round stick was controlling so much of my life. Now I can do any of that stuff. It doesn't matter. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit projectfilter.org. Welcome back to the IdahoSports.com PrepCast. Again, I'm Paul Kingsbury, and he is Brandon Hill. We want to thank Project Filter, the sponsor of the PrepCast, for everything they do. Remember, if you're ready to quit, they'll show you how. All right, we went through the girls. Let's do the boys now, Brandon. First up in the coaches' poll, Rocky Mountain, 10 first-place votes, Bora with one. So last year in the tournament, of course, Bora won. Uh, They beat Madison by 12 to win the championship, Rocky Mountain, beat Mountain View by a lot mm-hmm. to get the consolation. Post Falls got third place. So now you've got the, the consolation champion in first, the actual returning champion in second. Rigby is in third, and Rigby lost to Post Falls in that third place game. And Post Falls number four. And then Meridian. And Meridian kind of came out of nowhere. You know, they were on the bracket last year. Yeah. Um, and if you're 5ASIC and you weren't on the bracket, you know, most of the teams get on the bracket in the 5ASIC. Yeah. And so, you know, Meridian coming out 6-1 and one as of the 17th, and this came out, getting a fifth-place vote over Eagle, Madison, teams like Mountain View. Uh, so Meridian is going to be fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to actually get to one of their games and just watch a game and see what all the, uh, the hubbub is about yeah. uh, with Meridian. So it's, it's, it's cool to see that. But other than that, you've really got your Rocky Mountains, your Boars, Rigby, of course, your, your football champion, athletes are athletes, tends to transfer over, and Post Falls. Post Falls bringing guys back. Colby Gillette. Um, Jeanette, excuse me, had a huge monster dunk that we shared on yeah. social media um, this week. So, you know, led by um, him, Post Falls could really make some noise in the state tournament as well. Yeah, it's interesting to see those one and two spots really intrigued me, seeing as the media poll, Bora took the number one spot, and it was kind of split between their first place votes. You got to wonder what the coaches in the SIC especially see in Rocky Mountain over Bora. What, right. What's going on there? Oh, yeah. And, and you know, Rocky Mountain, you know, I think Rocky Mountain has uh, – an, an air of excellence mm-hmm. um, just because of everything they've done. And so, you know, you'll, people look at Rocky Mountain and go, well, and, and they're good. I mean, yeah. they've, they've, you know, they've done really, really well the last few years. So coming out, Bora were overlooked during the football season. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came out and won games that people early on didn't expect. And when you have an Austin Bolt on your team, you can't really <laughs> count anything out. I mean, they lost Ellis Magnuson yeah. um, playing uh, for Washington, I believe now. Mm-hmm. Um, Eastern Washington, excuse me. Um, I believe. No, no emails if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, but he's doing well there, I know. And so losing a big player like that, you kind of expect to drop down a little bit. Well, all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're still uh, ranked number two in the state. They got a first-place vote. Might have been their coach. <laughs> never know. You never know. Never know that. But uh, the 5A is always, you know, it's always interesting to watch how that goes. And, and like we said, after the first of the year, I think that 5A really settles, settles down. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. All right, 4As. 4A boys. Last year, champion Idaho Falls. Uh, 
that was kind of a, that was one of the best games of the whole tournament, the championship game. Overtime between Preston and Idaho Falls. Uh, Preston is in first place right now, the coach's poll with five votes. Uh, Middleton in second with six first place votes. Then Pocatello, Burley, and then Idaho Falls. Now, Idaho Falls, they lost Paul Wilson, six foot 11. Uh, he played what he described the best three games of his life uh, at the tournament, which is if you're going to do it, yeah. do it at the tournament. Good timing. Um, he's redshirting for College of Idaho now. Um, they're feeding him some sandwiches, and they have him in the weight room, <laughs> hoping to pack on a few pounds. He's going to be a great player for the Yotes. Uh, that's going to be uh, fun to watch him there in Caldwell. Uh, but Idaho Falls, I didn't expect to see in the top five at all. I mean, it was, it was a pretty good drop-off, I thought. Mm-hmm. But having them, you know, two and one as of um, this, it's not really a, a good bellwether to two and one, yeah. I guess. They can be in the top five because they won the championship. Yeah. Uh, but underneath them, you know, Minico, Blackfoot, Lakeland, Century, Nampa are teams, other teams receiving votes. You know, Burley missed the tournament. They're number four in the poll so far. Pocatello missed the tournament. They, uh, they're at number three. Middleton went two and out last year. They have six first-place votes. So a lot of teams turned it around yeah. after last year. Yeah, and especially you look at number five with Idaho Falls, only 11 points, less than half of number four, Burley, with 26. Yeah. you got to wonder... How close, how many points does Minico, Blackfoot, Lakeland have? How close are they to that 11-point mark to maybe breaking that top five? Right. And, and I had a chance to watch Burley play a couple of weeks ago when I was down there. And, and they're good. They're very good. Mm-hmm. So uh, they just come from a huge conference. Yeah. Uh, you know, that great base in 10, it's a big conference. Mm-hmm. And so uh, getting out, you have to be tough. And, you know, you've got the, the century, like I said. You've got Burley and Minico. And, and, and you know, I watched Jerome last night um, play. And they've got a lot of youth. Yeah. They've got some really good youth players. There's just, I, I didn't know his name. I didn't have a roster. I called him Big Red, big, tall, <laughs> red-headed kid, nailing threes. And I finally saw a roster. He's a sophomore. And their the point guard's a freshman. Yeah. And so Jerome's going to be making some noise, uh, making some predictions in a year or two. Uh, watch out for the Tigers, by the way, um, just as a heads up. So there's our, our 4A. Let's go ahead and swing on down to the 3As. We're right in the middle of boys' basketball now. Fruitland. At number one, Fruitland lost to Sugar Salem in the championship by 10 last year, and they they lost to Sugar Salem, who's at number two. They both have four first-place votes right now. Kimberly is at number three, and Kimberly won third place, so there's your one, two, three. Mm-hmm. One, two, three at state, one, two, three in the poll right now. South Fremont didn't make the tournament last year at number four, and Teton at number five did not make the tournament last year. Other teams receiving votes, Snake River, Weezer, American Falls, Parma, uh, Priest River, interesting, and Kellogg. And so, you know, the 3A, it's kind of got that 1, 2, 3, 4 feel to it. Yeah. Um, you know, with, with, with those teams coming back. But again, you've got your top two and even Kimberly and everybody else, I think, is playing catch up. Yeah. Yeah. When you have those top heavy conferences like that, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, how the rankings shake out with those, those yeah. four and those fives. It is. Because, yeah, they have like Teton seven points. So it's like, Teton has seven points. The rest of these teams in the others receiving votes category could all have six. Right. So it's, it could be just neck and neck, and they just that right. slim margin it's, gets in the head. But there's only only five slots. Yeah. <laughs> and so you got to be put somewhere. Yep. All right. Let's head to the two ways now of the boys uh, in boys basketball. Last year, your champion North Fremont, uh, they beat North uh, St. Mary's in an overtime game, and I, I uh, Clay Hatfield and I called the two way tournament. St. Mary's had a chance to win it in regulation at the buzzer, basically, with a layup, and, yeah. and the kid missed it. And you just felt terrible. You, you, you know it's one of those things that, I mean, you don't forget it, you know. And, and so St. Mary's goes on into overtime, ends up losing. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt sick for the kid. Yeah. I, I really did. 
But North Fremont, I was happy for uh, just because of the historic uh, win they had. Um, and so it, it was a fun game. It, it was one of those that really sucks somebody had to lose. You yeah. know, that's a cliche, but it really did. Two really good teams, good, great teams, not just in playing, but in character, personality, the coaches, the towns are fantastic. And so coming back this year, we even talked about it in football. Um, you know, North Fremont loses, you know, Garrett Hawks, uh, Ridger Lentz, Ober Hansley, loses these studs from last year. And so everybody kind of expected, ah, let's settle back down middle mm-hmm. of the pack. Well, they ended up losing to McCall. They were an undefeated coming into McCall in the semis, I think. You yeah. and I went to that game. Yeah. And they lost to McCall, ended up being 11-1, and something like that. Well, here they are in basketball, ranked number one in the state, 4-0 and as of the 17th, again. And St. Mary's at number two. So the top two teams last year, top two teams this year. Bear Lake in third. Bear Lake got consolation championship. And then followed up by Melba and Nampa Christian, two WIC teams who missed a tournament last year. Last year, the WIC sent Marsing and Coal Valley. Um, and so you've got Melba with actually two number two votes. Um, Coal Valley, Westside, West J, McCall, and New Plymouth all have extra votes. New Plymouth, I think, is a team that, that uh, you can watch. They're playing in that College of Idaho tournament, mm-hmm. the truckstop.com tournament yeah. this week. Um, keep an eye on them, I think. Uh, but really, we're, uh, you know, we're kind of looking at like what we did a few of the others where one, two, three are sitting up here and then a couple steps below are everybody else. Yeah, it's also interesting to see when you look at where they were ranked a week ago in the, the previous column, only uh, North Fremont, Bear Lake, and Melba made appearances in the top five. St. Mary's and Nampa Christian were left out last week. So you got to wonder what happened between last week and this week that got them back in that top five. Right, and you know, St. Mary's 4-0, and so is North Fremont. Um, St. Mary's is, is a North team, mm-hmm. and, and, and even North Fremont is a Far East team. But, uh, you know, when, when you talk about North Idaho, you know, they feel like they're, they're excluded, you know. And, and they're not excluded. They're just away. Yeah. And, and even though, gosh, I love North Idaho, you know. I love going to Kellogg, brawl for the ball with them in St. Mary's, and the fight for the fish, which I think might be tonight uh, between Lake City and, and Coeur d'Alene. But there's just not as much knowledge coming out of the north as I, as I guess. There's there's a dam between, uh, you know, Grangeville and and Riggins yeah. that just stops the flow of information coming coming down to the south. And so you know, Coeur d'Alene Press does a great job. Bonner's uh, the, the Daily Bee does a great job. But it, it, there's just that lack of info about teams they play. They team they play teams uh, in Washington quite yeah. a bit. Um, and so it's really hard to gauge how good these North teams are until they get into conference play and, and, and play teams that maybe we know more about. Yeah, it's really tough, especially like I previewed some of the weekend games coming up here for boys basketball. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like you look at their losses and you're like, well, all their losses came against out-of-state teams. And right. we don't really know a lot about, you know, Shadle Park or some of these other teams from like the Spokane area right. that these Northern teams are playing. So it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to judge how good they are when their losses and wins come from teams that you've never heard of. Unfortunately, the IdahoSports.com uh, Coeur d'Alene Annex is still under construction, so we don't, have, <laughs> we don't have that yet up there. One day. One day. One day we will. So, All right, let's move on to the 1AD1s of the uh, boys' basketball uh, classification. So the 1As, last year Prairie won. They beat Potlatch uh, by eight in the championship. Ambrose Consolation. Lapway got third place. Taking a look at the coaches' poll this week, Ambrose... 5-0, and eight first-place votes. Again, they were the consolation champion in first place now. Potlatch is in number two with two, two first-place votes. They lost to Prairie in the championship. Lapway got third. They're in third. Oakley missed the tournament. They're in fourth. And Liberty Charter lost to Ambrose in that consolation. So 
you know, everybody but Oakley played state tournament basketball last year. Yeah. And so they're all kind of back in there. Now, you know, to see Prairie not not in that top five is weird because mm-hmm. um, you always see that. But, you know, they lost Spencer, uh, Spencer Shoemaker, Devin uh, Ross. I mean, they lost good players last year. And so, you know, they're kind of middle of the pack right now, three and three, I think, somewhere in there. Um, and so, you know, you can always gauge that. Butte County, a lot of great players. And so this 1AD1, um, one through five, I think is, is they're going to have more shakeup, I think, than any other classification, boys or girls, heading into until probably the maybe even the, the third week of January um, for the boys as teams play each other, lose, play, win, play, win, records change. I think you're going to see most the most movement out of 1AD1 boys. Yeah, and going off of, you know, the teams that, that weren't in the rankings last week, Liberty Charter, we had a chance to see them during that small mm-hmm. school showcase uh, at Mountain View High School last weekend. And, yeah, they looked they looked fast. They looked capable of scoring from anywhere on the court, and their defense looked pretty stout. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how all these 1AD1 schools perform at the end of the season. All right, let's take a look at the smallest classification, 1AD2. So last year, Lighthouse came out as the state champion. They beat Garden Valley. Uh, Genesis Prep got third. And Salmon River, the Savages, were the consolation champions. So this this year, right now, Lighthouse Christian, defending champs, are in first. Garden Valley, second place last year. They're in second. Genesis Prep got third. They're in fourth. But then you got Lakeside, who's in third place, 4-0 as of, as of then. I think they actually beat Mullen last night big. Uh, and then Camas County. Camas County, we also saw, uh, you know, Trey Smith, Came out and played, you know, very well. They're four and zero as of the seventeenth. So Camas County uh, was not on the tournament, and Lakeside was not in the tournament last year. But Lakeside, you know, if if I was to go out and and pick a dark horse sleeper out of all six classifications, I'm going to say it's Lakeside. And Lakeside's another North Idaho, um, and 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 you don't it's very 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 small school. And so, you know, they don't make a lot of noise. They're there. You see them on the schedules year to year. They, they don't make a lot of noise. This year, they're coming out 4-0 right now, a very good team from what I understand. You know, I'm talking to people. So Lakeside, you heard it here first. Lakeside <laughs> could be making some noise. I would not be surprised to see them not only make state, but actually do pretty well at state. Yeah, they only got 27 points uh, in the overall uh, rankings compared to Lighthouse Christian's 44, who's in first place. But... They both got five first-place votes. So yep. I think there's a couple coaches out there who definitely agree with you. Yep. Yeah. And we'll all be really smart when state tournament time comes, or <laughs> someone will point this out when it comes and go, hey, you That's were okay. wrong. It happens. All right. Those are our you know, boys and girls basketball overviews. Uh, we're about midway through the season. We'll take a quick break, come back, talk a little bit of wrestling, maybe some football signings. You're listening to the AutoSports.com PrepCast, presented by Project Filter. This is something that's totally in all of our control, and that's what really motivated me to quit smoking. I quit for myself, but it was a good thing that I did because I had too much to lose. I'm glad that I quit, and I don't ever want to be there again. It's just not worth it. Each year, hundreds of Idahoans quit smoking. Get help or share your quit story. Visit projectfilter.org. Welcome back to the IdahoSports.com PrepCast. I'm Paul Kingsbury. He is the Brandon Hill. Let's talk a little bit of wrestling. We have basketball out of the way. You got the pumpkin pushers gone. That's what the wrestlers call basketball players, Brandon. Uh, Raleigh Lane coming up this week, January 3rd and 4th. Raleigh Lane is, is a tournament 
that I was involved with early on, uh, like years before we were webcasting. Um, Stuart Vickers, um, I would go out there to, I think it was East Middle School where, where he was an admin, and we'd talk about seedings, and we'd talk about this and that, and and then we we started posting results online, which was cool. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if most other media companies had websites at the time. And then we, you know, I had photographers coming, and, and then we started actually webcasting, and, and, and it was one of those that was just every year. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a pleasure to be a part of. Uh, Todd Cady um, was, you know, the he's the brainchild behind it and and everything and and so this year we you know, we kind of stepped back when we when we stepped back from our wrestling coverage and so raleigh lane's uh, a tournament that i'd really like to get back into being a part of um in some way or another uh todd katie let me know that uh there's right close to 90 teams coming to this this tournament if i counted right six different states uh california washington oregon idaho nevada and another state <laughs> Uh, and so there's six of them going to be there from, from everywhere. And uh, it's always a fun tournament. They have a second chance tournament. There's also a, another tournament going on at Mountain View the same weekend. So if teams um, have uh, wrestlers that maybe don't have as much experience, they can go to that Mountain View tournament. So this Raleigh Lane tournament is kind of, it, it's become uh, a very top-notch, uh, revered tournament in the country as far as uh, you know rankings go and, and to see how things um, happened. So Raleigh Lane Wrestling Tournament, January 3rd and 4th, we have uh, one of our new writers is actually going to be covering it. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so this guy, uh, Brett Ballard, reached out to me. He's uh, also a UI grad. Uh, he played long snap. Won't hold that Vandals. against him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was really excited. He had some really good and in interesting ideas, and he said he was really excited to write about uh, wrestling and hockey, which is awesome because of the two sports that uh, maybe I don't know a lot about, wrestling right. and hockey are the two that I'm probably not as well versed in. But every time I watch either a wrestling match or a hockey match, I was like, man, why don't I watch this more? This is right. really exciting. Um, so yeah, he is going to, I don't know exactly what he's, he's, we haven't worked out the details about what he's going to be covering, but he said he's really excited for, for Raleigh Lane and that he's going to be going to be putting something together for us. All right, so uh, watch the site for that. Like I said, we really want to do more wrestling coverage um, with polls, rankings, uh, editorial content, and the whatnot. So Check out that. Now let's let's talk about. I mean, football's done. Mm -hmm. I get that. You know, it was done the twenty first. I guess the next week were the Shrine Games, but football's basically done until this week, and that's when the signings happen. It's not just for football. Yeah. You know, you're talking football, volleyball, soccer, baseball, softball, all the signings. Uh, but football always they they like they like the spotlight. Yeah. You know, football always kind of bumps everybody else out <laughs> and says shine that on us. And so we said, okay, we'll do that too. So. Even though there's a lot of signings out there, mm -hmm. um, you you looked and decided to cover two in particular yeah. this week uh, on the website. Tell us about those. Yeah, so when I came to the office, the first one I saw was was Land Larson from Valley View uh, committing fully to UC Davis. Uh, I'm a Valley View grad. Um, I kind of know some of Land's family. Homer. Homer. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and Land was one of the guys, kind of an Austin Bolt-esque guy, yeah. where when you watched him, it was just so electric. And I was, I was excited because I knew... You know, Bolt was probably going to take most of the media attention, so I was like, I'm going to focus on Land because I know he's probably not going to get as much coverage. Um, and yeah, coming from from Idaho, I was kind of familiar with UC Davis and, and the Big Sky Conference over there in FCS play. So yeah, I, I called Cody Hawkins, who is the uh, the wide receivers coach and kind of heads up recruiting over there at UC Davis, son of former Boise State coach Dan Hawkins. Uh, and man, he was just absolutely over the moon about Land. He said that he was one of the best players that he's ever recruited. He said if he could bet anything or if he could bet his mortgage on anything, it'd be how good Land is going to be over yeah. there for the Aggies. 
it was interesting too because he said that um, he kind of compared him to to Taysom Hill with the New Orleans Saints out of Ooh. Blackfoot, and he's like, we might not use him as you know a traditional quarterback. He's not going to be under center every snap, but if we're down in the red zone and we need some some gadgetry, we're going to call on Lamb. If it's a kick return, we're going to call on Lamb. If we need someone to go out at right receiver and keep the defense guessing, we're going to call on Lamb. So it sounds like he's going to be doing a lot of different things for the Aggies, which is going to be exciting. Good for him. You know, yeah. we always like to see Idaho kids move on. If you can play sports somewhere and, and get some of your college paid for, great. He's going to UC Davis. He's going to be playing at, at a good program for good coaches, doing big things, making an immediate impact. And yeah. that's always cool to see. You know, you mentioned Austin Bolt. He's going to BSU, uh, you know, and he's going to make an impact. Um, there, uh, so it's it, it's fun to see Idaho players going on, mm-hmm. and this time of year is always fun. You know, the other um, that that you talked about was Keegan Thompson. Yeah, and Keegan Thompson, he didn't have a bad year either. Yeah, no, defending you know five <laughs> A state championship yeah. quarterback, and we covered that game. Uh, and wow, yeah, I we hadn't watched a lot of rugby football. We didn't really have stats. We weren't really familiar with how their offense worked. They didn't communicate a lot yeah. with us when we asked for info before the broadcast. They're uh, they're shy over there in Eastern <laughs> Idaho, and. But yeah, watching that game and watching just his like sheer leadership and yeah. how he just led that team down the field. He had a great running game in Brigham Youngstrom and a great O line. But yeah, he just you could tell that when the Trojans were on the field, they were all looking at him. Yep. And so um, our our new writer Robert Reeve kind of he's over there in that Rigby area. He does some some medical work with the school, so he was able to actually go to the, the signing event and take some photos and interview some people, talk to Coach Gonzalez. And he said, yeah, you know, of all the people that the Idaho State is bringing on, especially for the quarterback position, Keegan Thompson, he's not going to be there until 2022. He's got an LDS mission first he's going to go uh-huh. on. But when he comes back, I think, I think the Bengals are going to be really excited about what he brings to the table. You know, what's exciting about that is ISU recruiting Eastern Idaho kids. I know for a long time um, I would look at, at ISU and go, why aren't you recruiting some of these guys? Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I, can't remember, I think it was football. I can't remember if it was football or basketball. They didn't have any Idaho kids on their roster. Yeah. And, and so, you know, uh, Pauline Theros, the AD there now, I mean, she's, she's changed everything for, for the better. I mean, yeah. she's, she's awesome. And, and, of course, you know, it trickles down from there. The coaches are doing a great job. But it just, you know, College of Idaho, they recruit Idaho kids. I mean, the bulk of their rosters mm-hmm. are Idaho kids. Well, what does that do for your program? One, you're recruiting good kids. I mean, you have to recruit talent. Yeah. It's, it's your job, right? Mm-hmm. But you rank if, if when you recruit local kids like a Keegan Thompson in Eastern Idaho, yeah, your gate goes up. Exactly, your, your attendance <laughs> goes up because yeah. you've got local kids, family, fans, alumnus, all these different factors come into play when you recruit local kids. And, and if there's talent to do it, I mean, I I I don't want you to recruit a, f- a fourth string guy mm-hmm. because he's you know he's from the Pocatello area. That doesn't make sense as a coach. Yeah, but if you've got a stud athlete that says, yeah, I want to go to ISU. You grab him and you give him whatever he wants. I mean, yeah. you don't have the booster club buy him a tractor or anything, <laughs> but, but you get him there, you know, whatever it takes legally to do. And, and so to get Keegan Thompson there, I think is a great choice for him. Um, you know, anytime you can stay close, play in front of your family, your friends, play for a school that I'm going to guess he's rooted for over mm-hmm. the years as being a local team. I don't know a lot of people that root for I- ISU. <laughs> Kidding. Getting spent. When Sven was here, it was fun to make ISU jokes. Now I make U of I jokes, and they're both equally deserved. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun uh, to watch him once he gets back from his mission, gets back into it, uh, and, and goes. So 
you know, I think that's one one of the guys we'll be kind of keeping an eye on over the next couple of years. Yeah, and, and Drew Gunter and Dequa Lang uh, from Century also committed to, to ISU. There you go. So, yeah, three guys from Idaho, Eastern Idaho High School is playing for an Eastern Idaho College. Fantastic. Pretty Love cool. it. Yeah. Well, that's it. That is the IdahoSports.com prep cast. It was fun as always. We're going to be taking a, a break um, during the holiday season. Um, we're, we'll be back with uh, the week of the 7th um, was when we'll be back. As far as the rankings, we'll come out that week again, the coaches' polls. Um, we're hoping to have individual wrestling rankings. Again, if you're interested, email me um, if you're 5A or 2A inclined. So let me know. So a very, very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year to everybody. We hope that uh, your 2020 was just, is just as good as 2019 was. We'll see you in the new year, everybody. <laughs>